love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I am your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing good. This episode, we're doing a new review of the brand new movie. It just came out this weekend. The Strangers. Uh, what's the... Oh, Pray at Night. But, of course. But before we do that, we have the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right, fellas. I'm hoping you guys are going to turn around on this one. I'm not so certain. (laughs) However, (laughs) I got to have faith. Are you guys ready for this quote? Here it is. Rosebud. Oh, it's a single word one. Rosebud. Rosebud. You got to be kidding. I kid you not. Rosebud. Oh, come on. You guys don't know Rosebud? Oh no! I know it. I just that's uh, I I do, but I was like eleven or eight at the time or something. Well, you should get close to the year then. <laughs> I don't think you were born, were you? No, I couldn't have been. I don't even know what it was. I'm not even. No, oh, that was. Oh. I was thinking red rum, not rosebud. <laughs> <Shit. laughs> red <laughs> rum. Been a really bad guess. <laughs> well, it can't be any worse than your past guests, your guesses. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone pretty bad. Uh, I'm not, not, not going to do great on this one. Joe's ready. Well, Joe's already bad. stated, yeah, he's not going to do well. And for those of for those of you who don't know the game rules, uh, I give a quote like I did, Rosebud, uh, that Amazon Amazon Echo, yeah, Amazon Alexis gives, and the two participants, Joe and Paul, have to give me the name of the movie, the year that it came out, and the top three build actors in order, and uh, they uh, they get points for. One point for the movie name, two points for the date, and or not date, but the year, and one point each for the actors. And we uh, accrue those points throughout the year, and we see who's going to win right now. Joe is up 40 to 38. It's a close one. And the score might be 30 to 48 after this, or yeah, 38 to 40 after this one too. Let's uh, wait and see. All right. Uh, Joe, would you like to go first? I guess, since it's not Red Rum which is where I was going originally. Uh, We have uh, Citizen Kane. Okay. 1965. Okay. And I have no guesses as to who or whom starred in that movie. All right. All right. Paul, what you got, buddy? So, of course, uh, right, the, the secret name for his girlfriend's private parts but citizen kane okay um 1950 i uh, thought it was earlier than and <laughs> okay orson wells okay it's not i get confused with like george orwell and anyway uh, doesn't my only guesses I, I don't know well paul you gained a point on him yes it was citizen kane the year was 1941 so you're correct that you guessed uh, too high uh, if you think that it was earlier, I'm not sure why you didn't guess the earlier date. Uh, first build was, in fact, Orson Welles. Second build, Joseph Cotton. Wow. And third is Dorothy Cummingore. <laughs> so, Paul, you gained another point, buddy. 
Uh, it's now 39 oh, wow. to 40. Wow. Wow. It's really uh, starting to heat up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the once mighty lead from one super lucky day is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So uh, let's move on to the actual review this episode. Like I said, it is uh, The Strangers Pray at Night. Year 2018. Rating is rated R. Runtime, one hour, 25 minutes, which I found refreshing. You get a movie that's not like an hour 45 or 2.15. I liked it. Uh, director uh, Johannes Roberts. He also directed 47 Meters Down. Cast a note, uh, Christina Hendricks, Bailey Madison, and Lewis Pullman. Lewis Pullman was the son in the movie. And guess what? He is, in fact, Bill Pullman's son. So there's a little known fact that... Uh, I guess a lot of people could have known, but I did not know. Uh, A short description is a family staying in a secluded mobile home park for the night are visited by three masked psychopaths to test their every limit. Uh, Tagline, let us pray. Of course, it's P-R-E-Y. IMDb gives it a 6.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes to critics give it a 37%, which I expect nothing less for a horror movie. And the audience gives it a 73%. Uh, there is no budget, or I don't have a budget or anything for this movie, um, but it did come out this weekend, March 9th. Notes, there aren't many notes actually on this movie, so uh, we'll get to the reviews fa- rather quickly. Uh, but I do have, before the script was rewritten, Liv Tyler's character, Christine or Kristen McKay, from the first film returned and was killed in a brief opening scene. I do not recall the first movie at all, by the way. Uh, another note, Brian, okay, this is so dumb. Okay, so you know how in the beginning of the movie it says based on true events? Here's what the true events are. Here, here are was, the true... It was, it was foggy near a lake once. Here's the true events. You're going to love this. And this. This applies for both the original and the second uh, movie. It's the same thing. <laughs> They're based on true events. Brian uh, Bertino, who wrote the screenplay, actually had the same exact <laughs> things happen to him in terms... That's just a quote. In terms... Um, of a girl coming up to the house and knocking at the door. Then there were multi- Then there were uh, burglar- burglaries around his house. Uh, then he. So then he mixed that with the Charles Manson stuff, and that's how. That's the inspiration for him, for these two movies. So the fact that he got uh, ding dong ditched, <laughs> and then some people robbed some stuff <laughs> around his house. That is what's. That's how they say that this is based on true events. Someone left smoking dog poo on his porch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a freaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. It could have been a multi-murder. What a joke. <laughs> He's using Charles, the stuff Charles Manson. So, he, What a. Wow. That is such a. I mean, that's a stretch even for movies to say that this is well, based I mean, on. They do that all the time with horror movies, though. Right. Like I said, there's like six movies all based on Ed. Ga- Was it Ed Guy in his name? Right. And mm-hmm. and they all. Well, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre used to say based on real events, but the events that they're based on is n- nothing in common with. Yeah. It's uh, unbelievable. But you would hope that somebody would have died. Right. Or at least gotten hurt. Well, Charles oh, Manson, yeah, I guess so. Charles Manson stuff. Somebody did get hurt. <clears throat> of course, his personal experience. Yeah. He got ding dong ditched and he's, I'm going to write a movie about this. Oh, yeah. oh she could have murdered us all. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, who would like, okay. So Paul, you did not see this movie. Is that correct? 
I did not see this movie. I, I'm, not, I'm not good with the home invasion genre. Is that what this was? Or uh, mobile home invasion? Kind of was right. <laughs> the first one more so than this one. Yeah, this is the okay. mobile home invasion, so it's kind of the same. This one, yeah, they, uh, you know, that that's where the most of the movie budget was clearing out a trailer park for a week. <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> they have nowhere to go. Wow. <laughs> wow, that is insensitive. All right, Joe, do you want to begin this uh, this review? Okay. Yeah, I can start. Um, it, as far as watching it goes, it was it was good. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first one. I remember the first one being really scary in because you know it's one of those things where the, what they were doing, you know, it wasn't some magic evil from beyond the grave or some dumb idiotic premise that you know. So that stuff just I can't get scared of. But this, you know, it could happen, and it was based on true event, obviously. Well, right? obviously, obviously, yeah. So, <laughs> But no, I mean, so it's actually scary. They actually take the time to build tension. And these movies aren't full of 50 idiotic jump scares. I mean, there were, what, three or four total in the entire movie? Yeah. yeah. And they were and they were done to great effect. I mean, they weren't just, you know, cat jumps through the window just because they, you know, built up music. They actually built tension with the characters. And then when there was a jump scare, it was, you know, made a pretty good effect. I mean, the girl in the seat behind me, like, came completely out of her chair. So... <laughs> It was it was fun. Uh, it was a good movie. Um, you know, uh, you know, there is really good tension building, you know, aided by really poor decision making by all the characters in the show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I had a lot of fun with it. It was it wasn't one of these, you know, it it didn't try to take itself too seriously. It wasn't trying to create some kind of psychological horror or anything dumb. There was no you know, there was no ghosts in the machine coming out to save them. You know, it was just, you know, it was. It was kind of a fun time. I had a good time with it. All right. So what kind of, what uh, rating would you give it? I say go see this first run. I mean, in the theater, wow. it was great because the atmosphere of all the people jumping around you uh, made it twice as much fun as it would have been at home. Wow. First run. First I run. I did. I really enjoyed this movie. Wow. Okay. Well, let me give Very mine. high praise. Yeah. Oh. Wow. That's that's insane. Um, yeah. I, I agree. The movie was fun. I, I, I did enjoy it. And you're right, stupid things. Like, okay, the one thing that bothered me, and it bothered me to a degree that the entire movie after it happened, I kept thinking, what the hell? The fact that they all left that trailer and not one of them took a cell phone? Are you kidding me? Are you? The kids, you couldn't get the the kids off the damn things. Even worse than the phone, Tom, was when the kids come running back. Mom and dad, we just found a bunch of dead bodies cracked up. Okay, let's split up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The I, women I, go that way. The guys will go this way. Everything will be fine. <laughs> and, and the more I thought about the cell phone thing, yes. Uh, right before that scene, right before that happened, the dad said, "Hey, let's get off our cell phones." Because of course, like any teenager or anybody in in this decade or this century, you're always on your cell phone doing stuff, especially if you're in a place you don't want to be. So, um, as Paul is right now, <laughs> doesn't want to be here. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he grabbed the this, this, this cell phones from the children, right? So they could all play cards together. There's some family bonding. So the daughter got up immediately and left. So I could almost see that because she literally gave them the cell phone then got up and walked out. But the son, the parents are like, go find the daughter. And he's like, all right. And he didn't take his phone. But even, even more unforgiving is then the parents are like, oh, wait, some creepy chick is knocking at our door. Let's go find our kids. <laughs> 
But here, let's leave our phones. The only thing that we could call 911 with or do anything with, let's leave yeah. them back. In, I mean, I'm like, oh, this is so dumb. Then they come back, and of course, let's everything's leave, smashed. Let's leave them all here in a nice pile. Yeah, <laughs> together. Yeah. Like, oh, that, I, that is, that's too, that was, that was just a little too far <laughs> for me. Yeah, the rest of the movie was kind of ruined because of that one scene. Like, ah, oh, are you kidding me? They're, they had to take the phones away. There had to be something yes. to premise to take their phones away because that was the key to the strangers too when they snuck in in the first movie to sneak in and steal their phones. Well, you know what? Then let's let's back this uh, this up 15 years before cell phones were prevalent. Then that scene yeah, is the day before cell phones were there. I mean, there is nothing in this movie that required them to take place in this in this uh, decade. There, <laughs> it's an there old wasn't. Abandoned... They should have backed it up a few years and you know. Yeah, that way it would be more realistic because <laughs> that is so dumb. Four of them, they all left without their cell phones. Are you kidding me? That... Yeah, and their complete lack of willingness to use a gun was absolutely <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I know. It's like, no, no, just shoot. <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, and the he lady... pulls out a gun. Someone pulls a knife on him. He pulls out a gun and doesn't shoot. Like, yeah, lets him go. Democrats, I'm yeah, telling you. <laughs> and this, is this after... Uh, spo- okay, so now we're going to talk a little bit of spoilers. Is this after... The mother was already killed. I think it was right. Yeah, this is after. Yes, these people killed the they, mom. They found they found the aunt and uncle, right? Yep. Oh yeah, sequence. so they're dead, and the then, mother's dead, and this kid doesn't put a bullet. Yes. Oh no way, man. And the sister got slashed up, right? And then he has a gun and goes, oh, "I don't want to shoot you." <laughs> I'd shoot her in the gut. I'd make her die slow. <laughs> I wouldn't even give her a, a good death. Uh, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd mess no her kidding. Up. Yeah, she'd be she'd be paying for it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Overall, I don't know. The 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 son somehow lived by being stabbed in the back. I, I kind of thought he'd be bled out. It's kind of weird that he managed to survive. Um, but I guess it's possible. I mean, I don't, I'm not uh, very good at uh, medical stuff, but uh, I assume he would have died uh, over just bled out. I mean, it seems it would seem to me that uh, by the time he got stabbed, he would have bled out before the, he got the boy should have died. Yeah. I would assume so, but I don't, I mean, you get stabbed through the back into your chest and that was a lot of blood in that pool. But. Yes. He bled out a lot. And the fact that she pulled him and, out of the it pool. it took a long time to decide to go get help for him. Yeah. He was, she was in the back of the truck just driving away at one point. I'm like, are you going to go get your brother? Then it shows up at the hospital and he's in there. Yeah. I don't, I, I, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think so highly of the movie as you, Joe. It's weird that you give this first run and you give that. you give Black Panther do not watch. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't hear you, Tom, at all. I said it's very interesting that you give this movie first run, but you give Black Panther a do not watch. <laughs> it's uh, quite intriguing the way uh, your reviews go. No one never knows what you're doing. That that is true, and it might seem inconsistent. However, I I've already seen Black Panther like in every Marvel movie before then. And um, the, the strangers was, it's something, it's something new and it was fun. It didn't take itself seriously. And you know, like you said, you're out in an hour and a half. Yeah. I did like the hour and a half. I did like that. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Oh, I didn't yeah. ever give my review. So I say, uh, this is a stream for me. I'd say, uh, you know, what comes on Netflix, literally uh, stream it, uh, rent it, do whatever you do. You kids nowadays with your red box, whatever it is, do it that way. But, uh, yeah, there's no need to rush out and see this. They're, they're not breaking new ground. Uh, you know, in fact, I'd watch the first strangers, uh, until this comes out and available. So that's what I, that say me, well, that makes no sense. That's what I say. I say me. Uh, Paul, do you have any questions about this, uh, this, um, movie? 
No, I, I'm, I'm going to just kind of... Uh, I'm sorry, what is... Wow. You're going to play music? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> DJ Paul. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I guess if I'd seen the first one, maybe I'd have questions, but I, I'm kind of out here. I don't know. Was it related to the first one or no. not really? Nope. It's a copy of it. Yeah. It was the Hydrox cookies to the Stranger's Oreo. Holy mackerel. That's too much. Wait, but no, the other way around, the Hydrox were first. Yeah, but they're not as good. Oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> it does confuse it a bit, but you're right. It's just yeah. not as good. Oreos copied Hydrox, not the other way around. That is true. <sighs> all right, I this, we're going off the rails. <laughs> All right, I think that will... Yeah, let's not, let's not even get on Reese's Pieces. <laughs> hey, Reese's Pieces, they're the best. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> okay, we, we need another podcast, Tom. It's going to be the Reese's Pieces versus Peanut M&M. Oh. We need the to do ongoing it. debate that oh. shall last forever. Oh. Why debate? Just have them both. They're delicious. <laughs> peanut butter M&M? Oh, peanut butter M&M, too. Oh, man. With the peanut and the... Oh, oh, oh. too much. Too much. In fact, we got to go so that way I can go eat some Reese's Pieces. So uh, I think that'll wrap it up for this week's episode or this episode. So thanks to Paul and Joe once again for joining me. And until next time, that's a wrap. (laughs) 